Okay, Rabbi Sai. Okay, um, Thursday night, Parshas Vayishach Tovshin Pei Aleph. Okay, Shiloh of the week. Um, Tonight's Shiloh is a little different than the fact that it's, uh, I didn't get the Shiloh Lemaisa, but based on what we were learning, the Shiloh became very Nogea, so I want to share it with everybody. And I want to mention that the, um, it's a little bit of a complicated shear tonight. Complicated shear. Okay. The, um, the Shiloh is like this. Somebody has a store, retail, and puts up a sign that he's having a 70% sale. 70% off. 70% off. And, um, He, um, he advertises. He sells a product. And after selling the product, he tells the, um, the lokeach, the purchaser, says, you know, um, I want my product back. He says, what do you mean you want your product back? I made a Kenyan. I lifted it up. I took it home. What do you mean you want your product back? He says, well, we all know there's a rule that if you overcharge, not profit, if you overcharge the market rate by a sixth, by more than a sixth, which is called yesemishtos, the halacha is that that's considered oino. Oino means deceiving the person. Either the seller deceives the buyer by overcharging, or the buyer, the purchaser, deceives the seller by paying too little for a product that's worth more. Either way, there's an issue the rice of I know. So what happens if somebody says, I'm selling everything in the store for 70% off, which means something costs $100. That's the market value for this item. That's what everybody charges who sells at retail and makes a profit, they charge 100 or somewhere in the vicinity of that month, amount of money. And now you're selling it for 30. So the person who bought it is deceiving the person who sold it. So is that going to be a problem with, oh, no. Now, where's deceiving? Where's deceiving? Everybody's doing it with their knowledge. That's correct. That's the question. That's exactly what the question is. Exactly is this what a the question. Sale? Is this a one-time sale, or is this an everyday pricing? No, a one-time sale. Sale for Chanukah. It's not Ona. Ona is when you're charging regular market. In the regular market, you're charging above or below. A one-time really? sale is not Ona anymore because you want to get rid of inventory or or you want to attract customers. That's not Ona for a one-time sale. We okay. So, uh, so you're, you're both you're both making very good points. Except that the Gemara doesn't seem to say like either one of you. I'll show you what I mean. The Gemara says, and Bob Metzi and Daphnet Alphamid Base, if somebody sells product and he tells the buyer, this product sells everywhere in the United States of America for $100. And I'm selling it for 200 Do you want to buy it? One second. You want to buy it? You can buy it. You don't want to buy it? You don't have to buy it. 
So the Gemara says that if you do that, it works provided that you tell the buyer that you're selling it to him almanas on the condition that that you are not going to taina against me with the taina of Aino. That's what the Gemara says in Daftan Alpha and Beis and Besechas That Allah is quoted by the Tur in Simon Reish of Zion Sifchov Aleph and by the Machaber in Simon Reish of Zion Sifchov Aleph. The Ksais, when he explains this Allah, says um, that Nira, Kivan Yoda, since the Lekeach, the purchaser knows that this item sells for 100, and he's paying 200. Shamaycher Balabayas, Begamamaycher Yodeya Balakeach, Hariamaycher, it is though, it is though, the Maycher was Masne Almanas Shein Lechalayinu. That's exactly the question that I want to address. So the way the Rav presented the case, that's the same case here. Yeah. The guy's not saying, I'm selling this for $30. That's not what he's saying. Yeah, well, it's reverse. It's reverse, I know. It's, it's over here. No, the no. Mo- what, the guy, what the guy's saying, though, is, I'm selling it for 70 off. That means he's saying, I know market value is 100, and I'm Dafka selling it for 70 off, as opposed to saying, I'm selling it for $30. Okay, but when a guy says the same thing, market value is 100, I'm selling it for 200. You want it? Fine. You don't want right, it? So the Gemara says, that's okay. It's a tie. It's okay. But, but the Gemara says, only when you say, I'm an So, Fekrub Nachi, what do you need the Tanai for? That's Rabnaki's question. Hold on. So you hold on to your, you hold on to your question. So the Ksai says, when the Meicher and the Lokeach are both informed, so then it's as though, Hare, it's as though you made Hare Meicher Ki'ilu Hisna. It's as though you made it tonight. Ask the Nasivus on the Ksais, what do you mean it's as though you made it tonight? We all know that there are rules. You want to make a Tanai, there are rules. The famous rules of Tanai B'nei God B'nei Ruvain. So what are you saying here? That it works with Almanas. And because the Meicher knows and the Lekeach knows, therefore there's not going to be a problem. What do you mean there's not going to be a problem? What do you mean there's not going to be a problem? And it's as though you were Masna. What do you mean it's as though you were Masna? It doesn't help if it's as though you were Masna. It doesn't help. It doesn't help. You have to be master correctly. That's what the Nesivas ask on the Ksais. Now, again, the Gemara seems to say, like the Nesivas, the Gemara says, you need Amanas, Shein L'cho Comes along a sefer called Galia Masechta. Somebody who lives in the 1800s after the time of the Ksais and Nesivas. And he wants to say something, which is really what Rav said. Now listen carefully to this. It's amazing what's going on here. Amazing. There are three different groupings of halacha. We're going to discuss the group of Aino. The Torah says you may not cheat someone in business 
by not selling him shoddy product. That's called mekachtos. But by selling him something in which you are pricing your product more than a sixth over market value. So the halacha is that you have to make it tonight. That's what the Gemara says. Says the Galim Masechta, no, 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 no. Listen clear. Listen, listen carefully. Oino means I, the Moicher, using this case with the Moicher. I, the Moicher, am taking advantage of the weakness of the Lokeach due to the fact that he does really not know what it sells for. And I'm going to sell it for more than market value. He will not know that I'm selling it for more than market value. That's called, in Israel I know, of taking advantage of the Meicher. Excuse me. The Meicher taking advantage of the Lekech. That's called I know. Says the Galim Masechta, if you tell the Lekech that the market value here is 100, and I'm selling it for 200, I'm not taking advantage. I told you. You don't want to buy for 200. Go right ahead. Why am I selling it for 200? Whatever the reason is. I want more money. I don't really want to sell unless you give me this price. Whatever it is. I want to move to Israel. I need more money. Whatever the cheshman is, I want $200. You want to give me $200? Fine. I'm telling you up front, market value is 100 Says the guy, when you do that, you don't need almanas. You don't need it tonight. Because under those circumstances... You're putting everything out on the table. When you, when you put everything out on the table, it's mut. Okay. So what does the Nesivas hold? And why does the Ksay say it's Ki'ilu? So here's the answer. Sometimes when people say, you know what? This thing is worth 100. I'm selling it for 200. There's something called I, I don't even really understand it so well myself. It's something called, you're trying to be mashbiach, the product, and the lokeach may be afraid, may be afraid, that you're not really being open with him. You're not really being open with him. You're not really telling him all the facts. Maybe it costs more than 100, maybe it, costs, maybe it sells for more than 100, maybe it sells for less than 100. You're not really telling him the facts. And when there's a fright when there's a fright, then it has to be almost as though you explicitly said it, or according to the Nesiva, it has to be Mabishist. However, the Nesiva himself writes the following line in the middle of what he says. When he's arguing in the Ksais, he says the following words. He says, Unless there is some type of umdena de muchach. We had this term once before, a long time ago. Umdena de muchach means it is clear what your motivation is. It's an umdena, which is muchach. It's clear what your motivation is. It's clear. It's clear what your motivation is. Absolutely clear what your motivation is. When it's clear what your motivation is, When it's clear what your motivation is, then there's then there is no issue. 
When is your motivation clear? When do we know that you mean 100% what you said? What type of situation do we know that what you're doing is not because of any ulterior motive as far as not telling the truth vis-a-vis the price? I would say, I'm going to give you an example. This child has happened, we've discussed it many times. If somebody sees on Dan's deals that the airline said that a first-class ticket round-trip to Eretz Yisrael, instead of its normal price of $7,500, first class is being sold now for $500. Everybody knows that they made a mistake. They left off the 7000 and it's really supposed to be 7500 or 10500 whatever the price is for business class. They left off the first digit. It's clearly a mistake. No one sells a round-trip business class ticket to sell for $500. There's no such thing. No such thing. Not in the last few years anyways. In that situation, maybe you can hop them on some legality that they have to honor their prices, but we all know it's a mistake. But if somebody has a big sign, the size of the Empire State Building, and he says, restocking inventory sale, 10-year anniversary sale, Hanukkah sale, everything 50% off, or going out of business sale, everything 50% off. Then we know that although yesterday's product was sold for 100 and today's product is sold for 50 that's an umdana de muchach. And therefore, the question that I asked originally was, if a person sells something, person sells something, and he's on sale, normally, if somebody sells something for 70% above market value, or 70% below market value, that falls into the range of a no and the Mekach is bottled, and the person can cancel at any time. However, however, if what the person is doing is clear, it's clear that he's doing it for whatever the reason that he's advertising, then in that situation, it's so clear, you don't need a Tanai. A Tanai is needed when we're not clear and you say Almanas. But when you are doing it, in a way that it's clear that there's no chance that the me'aneh, the overcharger or the undercharger, is cheating the other person. The meicher is definitely not cheating like Eich or vice versa. Under those circumstances, everything is mutter because there is no oino. There is no oino. Rabbi Kahn, it's, 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 it's very different from the case that you're stating in Halacha. With, with the, so the, this, our case is... is, is is, is the difference is that in in the case that you're stating that you're asking on the open with I understand the one that's stating the price is fully informed what's what's with this and I altogether the person who's stating the price in our case is seller he's he's fully informed he knows what he's doing he doesn't what's with it tonight what's with anything he's the one that set the price in the other cases you have a seller setting a price and you might need a tonight from the buyer and and if the buyer goes into a, a store and there's no price as a negotiating or something like that, and he really knows what's going on, but here you have the fully informed seller, 
saying, here's my new price. What's with Tanai? What's with any of it? What's with Anah? That, I don't, that, even hear, I don't that, hear it. That's exactly my question. And the problem is that the Mechaber, the tour, based off the Gemara, all say that when I sell product for 200 and I inform buyer that this product only costs 100 everywhere else in the country, I need Almanas. That's the problem. That's how this whole well, shilas started. Talking about the other case, maybe I misunderstood. Isn't it the selling it for thirty bucks? But now I, I can't. So I want to cancel the sale. I said I asked that as a shila. I'm telling you what the Gemara says. The Gemara says. No, no, I understand. But isn't that our shila? Our shila is. Isn't our shila the, the seller is saying I want to back out? Yes, but my shila okay, is. I don't the, understand the shila. Uh, let me. Okay, so I'm telling you like this. The Gemara says when seller informs buyer that I'm selling product that costs $100 everywhere in the country, and I'm selling it for 200 And seller says, buyer, if you want to buy for 200 fine, you don't want, forget it. Buyer says, you know what, I'm desperate, I'm paying, to, I'm paying 200 Fine. Now, the Gemara says, that works as long as the buyer says to the seller, I'm selling it to you, Almanas, Shein l'chol know that you're not going to come and tie against me. You're not going to come and tie against me, and there's no way no. Rashi says, I should have said this earlier, but Rashi says, that's going according to Yehuda, who holds, if you're if you make it tonight about what the Torah prohibits, and it's in monetary issues, it works. Example is, I know. Example is, a man gets married. He tells his wife, I'm marrying you, I'm an ass, and I don't have to give you food and clothing. You'll bring, you'll support yourself. So the Gemara says, according to Yehuda, it works. Because you can be masna mashakosa b'teira by dine mominus. So how can the Gemara say that when I inform you it's 200 and 100, I need a tanai, it should be like you're all asking. It should be, there should be no I know at all in that case. So, right. so I'm telling you, but the answer is, you're all correct. That if, in fact, there is no other reason as that we can see that the Meicher is lying about the prices, it's an umdana the muchach that he means it, then the halacha is that it works without it tonight. The Gemara's case is when there is a chash, for whatever the reason may be, we're not getting into that detail right now, if there's a chash that the moicher is not giving a full transparent accounting and the loikeach is a little frightened that he might still be ripped off, then there must be a tenai spoken between the moicher and the loikeach. When there is no such suggestion, of misinformation, then you don't need it tonight. Now, stop. About, I don't know how many years ago it was, several years ago, somebody asked the following child. Three bas mitzvah girls, three of them, all bas two of them went ahead and bought a bag of lollipops. Fine. They have a bag of lollipops in front of them, whatever a bag of lollipops costs. $2, $3. And one... One girl walks by, who's also over 12, I just want to make the case simple, no children, and says, you know what, I want a lollipop. I really want a lollipop. And they say, you know what, we, we really don't want to sell. So she says, you know what, 
I'll give you two dollars for one lollipop. Is it real work? Did you submit it to the contest? Uh, I'll give you two dollars. Rabbi Wiener, Rabbi Wiener, you gotta you gotta mute your phone. I'll give you two dollars for one lollipop. I'll give you two dollars for one lollipop. So we had a shila several years ago whether that mechira is valid. Meaning, after she buys a lollipop for two dollars, can she say to her friends, I'm not giving you two dollars for this lollipop. You're ripping me off. You ripped me off. To which the friends say to her, listen, you know, we know, I know, low lollipop costs $2. We didn't want to sell you a lollipop. You know that this bag costs $2. You want to buy a lollipop for $2? That was your ASIC. Uh-huh. So that's called, again, in Umduna the Muchak. Everybody knows. And in that situation, uh, I wasn't sure a few years ago. I feel much more comfortable now and in that situation, the girl who wanted to make the purchase of that lollipop for $2 cannot say afterwards, oh, I want my money back because this was Oino. You were involved, and since you were involved, you knew already. And since you knew already, therefore, you can't tie You can't tie Uma Mela. I'd like to extend that just like by lollipops, you can't tie the same thing by a sale in a retail store where they're advertising clearly that they're having a tremendous sale, an unusual sale, 70% off sale. Because whatever the reason is, they're going out of business, they want to change inventory, etc., etc., etc. In that situation, you also don't mean Avinas. Because as long as there's an umdun that's muchach, then the halacha is that there's not going to be a no. However, if the umdun is not muchach, and there was a glitch in the system, as we gave the example before with Dan's deals, in that situation, there's nothing to talk about. The person who purchased those airline tickets, again, whether in business legality and whether or not in the industry, if the government made any rules and regulations that if you put something online, it's your mistake and you have to eat it, I'm not dealing with that. I'm dealing with the following. We all know that anybody who wants, for whatever the reason is, to sell a business class ticket round trip for $500, if he doesn't put up signs and say we're having this tremendous deal, then he doesn't mean it. He doesn't mean it. There's nothing to talk about. He does not mean it. And therefore you can't claim that he does mean it. Likewise, if he sells it, He'll be able to say, unless he says explicitly and says Almanas, in a situation where we have no understanding why he's doing it, then there is good reason to say the deal can be called off. But if he says up front, I know it costs a hundred normally, and I'm selling it for two hundred, and if you want to buy it, fine. If you don't want to buy it, you don't have to buy it. And he sells it in that case. In that situation, it would seem there would be no machlekes between the Ksois and the Sivas and the Gali Masefta. Everybody would agree in that situation that there's no way nor the way you all claimed L'Chathil. That's... What does sure mean? Sure means that if they're both knowledgeable, then for sure it's a done deal. Okay, fine. Now, I want to tell you one more thing. Now that we've got here, 
You're all correct. I want to say one more thing. What happens when a person says, I will loan you $100,000, a million dollars, and I'm loaning it to you at 10%. And the labor says, I know you are, and I thank you, and I want to take this deal. And here I will give you million, at the end of whatever it will be, a year, a week, a month, a day, whatever it is. In that situation, is it mutter or us? Altsribis? Altsribis. Is it mutter or us? That's my Shiloh. What's the Allah in that case? I asked you if it's Mutarasa. We just got through saying that when it comes to Aino, if I explain what I'm doing up front, it's not Aino. What happens by ribis? But, but I don't know why. What did you say, Paul? No. I said it's also, but I don't know why. Also, but you don't know why. Okay, fine. No, the, the should be about ribis that there's no way around it. Oh no, right. it's more of a vague, it's more of a vague uh, iser, and therefore there are ways to say that you may or may not be fulfilling oh no. Ribbis is clear cut. Bruce, what did you want to say? I said it should be mutter because he probably couldn't get a loan from a bank, so it's a higher risk. So it's a higher risk loan, the interest rate goes up. Okay, fine. But assuming there's a hit, at the risk risk. Oh, okay, one second, one second. Before we get into at the risk, let's understand something here. What Shai just said, maybe Reb Nochi said it also, is that when a person borrows money and the Malva tells him, I'm charging you 10%, and the Leva says, I'm fine with you charging me 10%, even though everything's on the table, it's still awesome. Because the Yisra of, of Ribis is not taking advantage of someone's weakness. And therefore, if you're not taking advantage of his weakness when you're explicit, Therefore, it's mutter. That's only by I know. The Torah said the Yisra of Ribbis is to give any extra money for a loan under all circumstances. And and not only that, the Torah even put an Yisra on the Leiva. But besides putting the Yisra on the Leiva, the Torah said that you may not give extra money for money that you borrow, no matter what you say or what you do. That's the Isra of Ribbis. The Isra of Ribbis is giving Ribbis. The Isra of Ainah is not giving Ainah. The Isra of Ribbis is taking advantage of the person. So if you didn't take advantage of the person, then there's no Ainah. But now we have a third case. What's the halacha by Shemitah? I'm not talking about a principle now. Shemitah means that when Shemitah comes, all loans are canceled. If the Malva says to the Loiva, Almanas, She'ain, Olai Shvius, that there won't be an Isra Shvius, Almanas, Shvius, it shouldn't, it shouldn't affect our deal. The Allah is, you can be Masna Amashikosa Betayra, by Dine Mominus, and it works. Why by Shemitah? I'm not talking about principle now. Why can you make a tenai by Shemitah and the waiver will then have to pay the Malva the money? Why does that tenai work? What's the answer? Maybe because otherwise people won't lend? No. That's the reason why they created principle afterwards, which is a schmoozing to itself, which we're not getting into right now. Even when the terrorist said it, it's still going to be mutter. Why is it going to be mutter? 
What's the answer? Maybe because maybe because alone is Dini Mominus, but Ribis is is Hilchasi Surim, not really Dini Mominus. Okay, that's good. That's good. But you have to say better. The answer is like this. One one destroys society and one helps. No, 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 no. It's 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 easier than that in the Lumdus. The Lumdus is the Torah said that you cannot pay for a loan. That's what the Torah said. The Torah said by Shemitah, all loans are canceled. The Torah did not say that if the laver wants to pay, even though the loan's canceled, that he can't pay. That's not what the Torah said. The Torah said all loans are canceled. The Malva cannot ask for his money. The loan is canceled. The Torah never prohibited the laver from paying the Malva. So if the Malva says to the laver, I'll loan you this money on the condition that Shemitah Whatever the exact lashon has to be, the shailim and the shaynas. But if you say the correct formula, the halacha is that the leiva, if he wants to, can pay back the loan. So we have three monetary issues here: the Torah asid oino, the Torah asid ribis, and the Torah asid. The Torah said that all loans are canceled. So by ribis, there's no choice. Oino. And Shemitah, although they'll both come out with the same maskana, with the same maskana, that the Leva can pay and the Miss Aner can pay, but they're coming out for different reasons. By Oino, the Yisra is taking advantage. If you explain to him, and there's no taking advantage, and it's fine. By Shemitah, if you say to him, I want you to pay me the loyva. I want you to pay me. See, even though the loan is canceled, but the loyva says he wants to pay, that's also okay. So three different halachas with three, not three different conclusions, but three different halachas with three different understandings of the halacha. Ribis, no mechila, ever, no mechila ever. You can never give anything. The Leibach can never give anything to the Malva. Besides what Bruce said about the invention of a heterisk and why that's permissible and how they did it and why they did it. Not Nugay right now. Then there is something called Shemitah where if you say the right terminology if you're master, master, custom, return by moment to know Kayim and you're, the, the Leibach is not a payback to loan. And by I know if you explain everything up front, then you don't even need almanas. There's no isra no bechlal in that situation. Ad kan devarim. Yes. Well, 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 the reasoning is good, but at the end of the day, the Torah doesn't say that about Onah. The Torah doesn't give the reason for Onah. So we're assigning a reason and then paskining what you're allowed to do okay. or not allowed to do based on a reason that isn't talked about. Uh, okay. okay, it's a very good point, Shia. What I was explaining to you was the way Rosh Hashanah Hirsch explains the Torah says you're not allowed to cheat. He's not being Darish time in the crow like you're saying. Otherwise, your kasha is very serious. It's not being Darish time in the crow. It's the halacha is you may not take advantage of the other person. That's what's going on. You can't take advantage of the other person. That's the halacha. That's the way Hirsch explains it. Paul, go ahead. What do you want to say? we got a minute left. With this Shemitah case, so if you're allowed to pay back, but so if he decides not to pay back, then you can't be to buy up on him because there's no loan. If you made a Tanai, only if you made a Tanai, the Tanai can work according to Rabbi Yehuda. If you're Masna, Mashikosha, Betoira, 
to know is kaim, if it's by DNA momentous. So therefore, it can work if the Malva tells the Leva, I'm lending you the money on the condition that you decide to pay me back. Not that I'm going to come and ask you for the money, but you decide to pay me back. That's the difference between these two. Rabbi Sai, you're all incredible. I thank you all very much. We should be safe. Next week, hopefully, we'll have a share on something about a Shiloh more directly related to Hanukkah. This was indirectly related to Hanukkah, but somebody makes a Hanukkah sale in his store, and there won't be a dinner by now. Okay, at Slaha Rabbah, thank you all very much. Kol Tov. Take care. Can I talk to you for a minute? Thank you. Kol